Hello, and welcome to the One Small Action Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Freeman. Thank you for joining me today. If this is your first time, I appreciate that you're here. If you're coming back for another episode, thank you for coming back. My hope of this show is to take things that I've seen personally and professionally and talk about how we can be personally accountable to this action. It is through action that we get better, and personal accountability is the way. The only thing we can control is what we can control. Everything else is out of our control. So if we can learn to focus on the actions that we can take to get better, we can improve. And that is really the goal in life, to improve just a little bit each day until we get to where we need to be. So thank you for joining me today, and I hope you find something in this podcast that is useful for you. Hey guys, I'm excited to bring to you a special guest today, Christine Alexander. Christine and I have been coaching for the better part of 10 years. She is a business owner here in Sonoma County, two businesses, construction and bookkeeping. And she started out as a client for conditioning. Where it went from there, you'll hear today in the episode. And this is the first of many episodes where I bring on a client of mine or someone who has trained with me over the years to share their experience training with me. I do think that I have a unique approach to coaching. And rather than try to explain it to you, I thought, what better way than have clients share? So today, Christine and I go back and forth, talk a little bit about her upcoming retreat, talk a little bit about how our journey started, where it went, things we learned along the way, and just kind of a good casual conversation. I hope you guys enjoy. And again, thank you for listening. What's up, everybody? This is Matthew Freeman, your host of One Small Action. And I've got a very special guest today, someone that's uh, special to me that you've heard in the intro, Christine Alexander. Christine, welcome to the show today. Thank you for having me, Matt. Well, you guys probably don't know, but I've been coaching Christine now for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Originally, Christine hired me and said, hey, I want to get better at the conditioning stuff. And so we, uh, we kind of got started on some conditioning stuff. And what, what did that look like to you like when you thought about conditioning? Okay, so if I were to back up and think about it before you, because <laughs> it definitely shifted and changed, um, it was perfection. I was trying to get on stage. Uh, I was doing bodybuilding, and I really like weightlifting, and I thought I wanted to get on the stage, and um, I thought, okay, uh, Matt will bring me to that next level of shedding off the, the extra weight I need to um, show that muscle. So that's why I hired you and I knew uh, personality wise having been with you in business meetings and things like that that we connected so it just felt good little did I know where it would go <laughs> yeah. well for you guys uh, Christine at the time had it had a, a really good coach uh, he was training her in the strength piece and the nutrition piece and it was uh, she didn't actually really love the cardio side of things, the extra activity. So 
you know, it was kind of like, hey, your personality's good. We get along. I need to do some of this conditioning stuff or, or burn some extra calories. Uh, can you make it fun and exciting? I like sprinting and uh, I think I like jump rope. How can we make this fun? So we kind of, we, we, we embarked on it. How do we end up at 24, by the way? We ended up at, on a basketball court at 24-hour fitness in a parking lot at Power Because Fit. you were conditioning me and you were making me put sprints on the freaking basketball uh, court. And mm. I hate it. Suicides. <laughs> I had this idea that we should run suicides, I think. I didn't think he really realized how much I hated cardio until he actually put me in that position. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of fun. Um, we were... We were both exploring. I was new to training, to be honest. I was in my first couple of years as a personal trainer. And uh, in my eyes, maybe she doesn't, she doesn't actually probably know this, but uh, Christine was a successful entrepreneur, uh, doing well in her own right, um, had a coach that was one of my mentors at the time. And when she hired me to do some conditioning, I was, I was pretty intimidated um, it was this idea that I have a, a high profile client that is pretty well known in the community that already has a really good coach. So where am I going to add value? Um, where am I going to come in and provide something separate of what she was already getting? And, uh, you know, the idea that it was conditioning was like, all right. We got to move and I got a sports background. So and let's be my athletic, ass. And right? you kicked my ass. I mean, let's be real. And that's funny because, wow, I, I, I did not know that at all. I, and we know why. I, I mean, I, I don't want to get deep in that yet. But I mean, there's a lot. I did not know that, Matt. That's all I got to say. That just kind of blows me away a little bit. Because there were so many insecurities in my own right that I didn't show you. So part of life, you know, this is part of this whole life blood is uh, we as individuals, we have our own doubts and securities and fears that we have to tackle and overcome. And um, being newer as a personal trainer doesn't mean that I didn't have life experience. It just meant I didn't necessarily have specific training experience. And, you know, we're going to do athletic training. So when you looked in the mirror, did you see yourself as an athlete? Or what kind of athleticism coming into this conditioning did you have? And did you have an idea of where we might go with it initially? Not at all. And at for me, and I'm just going to dive in, Matt, because there's no way I can avoid this conversation. It was the Oxygen Magazine theory you taught me about. I was chasing that body image on the Oxygen Magazine because I found it attractive. What you taught me in the interim through this process is that it wasn't authentic to my journey and where I was in my life. And... 10 years later, all the work we've done together, um, I understand where I was and what I was about. I was projecting and not really aligning my life up. So in the mirror, I wasn't seeing anything but probably insecurity, um, feeling like I needed to be something I wasn't. I was chasing instead of being present. It was just 
Yeah. So. So let's talk about really quick. Let me share with you guys what happened. We're in the parking lot of PowerFit Personal Training at the time, and we're doing some sprint work. It's one thing she really liked was sprint work, you know, run as fast as she can down to the end, good long rest. We know this as uh, anaerobic work at this point, and it is super beneficial in so many different ways for most individuals, and we'll get into that on a separate podcast, but on a ready, set, go, Christine took off and she was running. And as she was running towards me, she tripped and flew through the air. And I'm gonna be a little like cinematic about it, like flew through the air, arms spread out, which felt like forever and slid across the ground. And it was in that moment that I was like, she shouldn't be doing this. Bingo. I don't I don't know why at the mo- in the moment. I don't know what. I just knew that it wasn't right. So it was in that moment we came back together and do you remember what I said? All right. But my memory goes right away as you said, "Well, we're not doing this today. Let's go for a walk." And that changed. And I'm going to get emotional. It changed my life. <laughs> I swear I was going to do this on your podcast. But it changed my life. Mine too. And I'm, I'm so grateful. Because we stopped chasing that damn magazine. It's taken us 10 years of a lot of hard work on both ends to uh, achieve that. But yeah, I'm so grateful. We... we stopped in that moment and we took off on a walk and we just started talking why are we sprinting what are we what are we you know pun intended i guess what are we running after and it was it was a sense of identity it was uh you know many of you may know I had my own bodybuilding career and I actually spent two years to get on the stage and two weeks before getting on stage, I realized it was a vanity dream. It was a forced discipline and commitment towards something that I thought I wanted to do that I did not have the capacity to do without some external set goal. But when I got close, I realized... My goal was never to step on stage. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I have to inject because what I'm envisioning, I remember that time and you were wearing those little green Speedos. And oh, you- yeah. <laughs> it was so not you. You were so uncomfortable. And I just remember that for you. They were supposed to be forest green and they were like sparkly emerald. Talk about un- uncomfortable. I was a pasty white with these sparkly emerald bikini bottoms that did not feel true to me at all. And I, I, never, I never stepped on stage, but the, the purpose of me sharing that part was it was the same for Christine. She wanted to get her body to a specific point and she was willing to hire every coach out there to help her do that but 
while we both thought that this vanity chase was really what mattered, we were actually trying to find ourselves. Bingo. Like, who am I? And what's important to me? And we're still doing that, by the way. We, her, I, um, and everyone that I've ever coached, honestly. Uh, we use strength training as a tool to develop strength and resilience and discipline and, and whatnot. And we know it's healthy and food fuels our body. But what happened that day is Christine and I started walking and we just started having a conversation. And we started walking to Pete's to get a coffee and walking back. It was what, one, two miles round trip? Yeah. Maybe, I don't even know. It took the whole hour. Sometimes we'd have to rush. But, yeah, and, you know, people didn't get it. They just didn't. They they just didn't get it. I want to precursor that fall. I had just gotten into a serious car accident. And uh, hindsight, now I can say what was going on, which was my nervous system was taxed. And um, it... I was just pushing it harder and harder and harder. And my story is not on this podcast so much, but there, there's a lot of information I've learned since working with Matt that, that these walks, uh, they just helped me. They just did. And we did it for 10 years. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about that for a minute because I'm going to... So that was the beginning. We've been doing some... We've been walking and talking and doing some little stuff here and there that we could call physical fitness for 10 years. And everyone goes, you just, you guys just walk? And we would go to Taylor Mountain and Crane Creek and it was on those shoulder to shoulder walks in nature where we just unpacked all this Yay. stuff, you I know, right? I loved it. I, just, I wanted to hike, I didn't know how to start. I wanted to, I see all these people on social media, all my friends who were into it. I never understood it. And I will tell you, Matt, <laughs> hardest workouts I ever had were climbing some of those, climbing to the top of Mount Taylor. And starting from the bottom going, you know, straight up. There's no winding, there's no downhill, it was straight up. Yeah, how many times you go, oh, we're starting on this side? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Yes, we're starting on this side. Yeah, and you know, but my showing up wasn't necessarily because I wanted to go to the top of the hill. That wasn't the goal. I showed up because I was honoring the work that you and I were doing that was so necessary for what I needed. And uh, I consider the conditioning um, a bonus. But it was great because we did both at the same time. We did. We were, so we're getting conditioning. What I want to tell you guys is just very simple. I want to take a small tangent and just say that fitness doesn't have to look a certain way. Thank you. Um, your journey doesn't have to look a certain way. And we both were like, huh, this walking, talking stuff. And, and people are like, what are you doing walking and talking? And we're like, okay, so we'll go, we'll go hike, you know? And m maybe if we're hiking, we'll get less feedback that it's not fitnessy. Uh, you go try and hike Warrington Road and tell me if it doesn't feel fitnessy. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, but a lot of fitness was going on. A lot of uh, 
honoring commitments that you make to yourself so we're yes. building self-confidence over time. I want to interject that I don't think I've ever missed an appointment in 10 years that wasn't warranted. No, I don't I, think so. I, even in my darkest days in my journey of healing that I ever missed it. I mean, even if I couldn't show up on the mountain, you and I would have a coaching conversation on FaceTime. Yeah. We chatted on the phone. A couple of times we got in the car and we just sat in the car. We didn't even make it out of the parking lot. And um, there's a point to this though, right? Because coaching practice over the years, my coaching practice has always been based on doing what's right for the client. And to be honest, the three best words I think a leader or mentor can say is, I don't know. And the truth is, I honestly didn't know half the time what I was doing. It was a, a gut intuition of today we need to walk. Today we need to go to the mountain. Today I'm gonna push her all the way to the top. And I'm gonna go back to this one, one moment we were walking down the road, and I'm pretty sure she knows this too, but like she said, she had gotten in a car wreck. And that car wreck was coming up in every coaching session, you know, ever since car wreck. And I'm this new trainer, and I have a high-profile client who I respect a ton. And I'm going to be honest, was like 25% of my income at the time. So um, I just felt this Best urge. Best damn money I ever spent, uh, pal. I was like, <laughs> I had to say this urge. I'm going to tell her to never say that again. And I'm either going to get fired or we're going to have a breakthrough. And I just said, hey. I don't want to ever hear about that car wreck again as an impediment to your to your direction. And you should have seen the look she gave me. Do you remember? I don't remember the look. I just remember thinking, well, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> I melted. Because she was peering at me. I was like, uh-oh. But it was a bad... It was the... It was great advice because it was impeding me and I was using it as an excuse for why I couldn't get to the next place you wanted, I wanted to go or needed to go. Or, I mean, it was so authentic. Everything that we've done is so authentic. It was really real. So fast forward to something. We're on the mountain about a, about a year ago and um, she said, where do we go from here? And I said, I don't know. But I... I, I think we need to call other people into the game. And we've done that. We've kind of reverted back to focusing on our physical fitness. We're, we're in here uh, curing some shoulder issues, yeah. uh, so to speak. Yeah. Um, we're still trying to take the canvas and create something that feels right and true and real for her. Um, like, like she said, and she can share, and I'm going to ask her this question. She was lifting weights a ton, and it felt really good to her back then. But getting back into lifting weights has been everything but easy. <laughs> so what is going on with that battle, do you believe? And what is the resistance to returning to the form of strength training you once new um i i love weight training i do and i think where i'm apprehensive is that i don't want to get into the mindset that i'm trying to chase something again you know i want to make sure that it's where i need to be and where my body needs to be 
and I need to be patient with that because I want to jump in. So I get, I get a little nervous that I'm going to create old bad habits again. Um, but I trust you 100% and I know that you won't let me do that. Um, it feels great to be back in uh, to this. Uh, having this shoulder injury, falling last year and taking out my shoulder. Uh, there was a time just six months ago, I thought, just three months ago, when did I get the MRI? Um, that I thought, gosh, am I going to be paralyzed for the rest of my life? And here we are, you know, and I've got probably 60% of my mobility back. And I'm encouraged to do more. So it's all through the weight training that you've done and the conditioning that you've put me through. It's, it's at the pace that I'm comfortable. Talk about my nervous system, right? That's a big component to what I'm about nowadays is healing our nervous systems and making sure that we're taking care of ourselves that way because we pack a lot of stuff on our bodies. And you're very sensitive to that. And you're helping me get back into it. And I'm excited. So I want you to share something if you want. Okay. Um, so Christine's always been a powerful businesswoman. And one of the things that we've uh, talked about on that mountain a million times is your story matters. And she has a, a company, uh, Blue Collar Female. And you can find it on Instagram. It's just at Blue Collar Female, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, and we for years been talking about wanting to do retreats. And here we are, 2023, and there's an upcoming retreat. So you want to share a little bit about what might be going on at this retreat? I'm excited. Thank you. And Matt's actually going to be the first presenter. He's going to be doing some ice bath work. Yes. Um, So just try not to take too much time here. I'll try to do my 30-second infomercial. My mission is ultimately to um, stomp out, eradicate, however word you want to use it, end generational dysfunction. And so through the work with Matt, um, I, I've had a lot of things go on and it can be in a book. So I won't take Matt's podcast just to share it. We can do that through my message on Blue Collar Female. But um, the retreat is ultimately about healing tra- uh, childhood adversities. Our nervous system is greatly impacted and we don't even realize it. And then life happens and we keep adding to our nervous system problems. So my retreat is called uh, Let's Get Cozy Huga Style, um, The Art of Just Being. And it's uh, Huga is a Norwegian um, culture concept, and it's based on the fact that they don't get a lot of sunlight, and so there's a lot of depression. And so they've learned to create coziness and found beauty in the art of conversation and good food. So my retreat is just about that. So it's going to involve a 12-hour event at this beautiful venue overlooking all of West Sonoma County. Um, We're going to start out with Matt doing a presentation of his expertise. And and, uh, he really believes in, and I'm going to try it. (laughs) I might be the first guinea pig. Uh, For those who don't know me, I hate cold. And that is... Also, indication my nervous system needs to do this. But, uh, so we're going to do a sound bath. And then we're going to, uh, I'll just skim over it really quick. The, we're going to go in, or we're going to go into an ice bath, sorry. Then we're going to go into a sound bath. If anybody's ever done a sound bath, you'll understand what that means. But it's basically, 
it's a it, it does a lot of healing it creates it takes abnormal cells and it moves them back into their normal form it's meditative it's effortless it's beautiful especially when it's outside because you can hear nature with all the sounds um, and it calms the nervous system and then we're going to go into uh, I have uh, a dear friend of mine vulnerable living Laura Taylor who's a therapist she's also my therapist when Matt mentioned earlier that we brought in more work it's because I was ready to do the next level of healing Matt had brought me to this place where I really needed to uh, take it to the next level and she's going to come and talk about our feelings our emotions and how we hold them down and how our adverse childhood experiences can impact us and as we get older how that affects us um, and then we're going to roll into uh, some quiet time where we're going to do some vision board art i really believe in art therapy and i'm not extremely artistic so this was a great avenue so we're going to do that and we're gonna have some quiet time, walk on some labyrinth, walk around on the labyrinths, and just uh, really enjoy. In the meantime, while we're doing this, it's like a, we're gonna have live music playing. I found an artist that I really love. His name is um, Jacob Phillips Benning. He plays locally, and he's going to play because I think music is really healing, and it's always been a cornerstone of what helps me get through some dark times, puts words to things I don't know how to express emotionally. And then we're going to go into what we have as a mocktail dinner hour. And we're going to have a custom-made blue-collar female mocktail. And everything's going to be whole foods. There's three meals. Uh, they're all going to run in the principles in which Matt Freeman has taught me. Mm. <laughs> Protein, healthy carbs, and fat. And, um, and then we're going to go right into a silent disco why the sun sets and we're going to watch the sunset and dance and the reason for the dancing is it lifts our soul um silent dancing if you've never done it it's an ability to kind of let your freedom flag fly because you really are in the moment by yourself so the whole i want people to walk away feeling like they played with their younger inner self and that they've um were present because being present is so powerful you know the book the power of now it means something <laughs> so what christine thank you for sharing that i'm yeah. really excited for this retreat uh it's in july correct yes july 22nd and uh it's less than a trip across to costco yeah um if you have kids yeah. it's definitely less than a trip to costco um so very very affordable and packed with a bunch of powerful people presenting um obviously i'm a little biased on that but everyone I know. But more importantly, this retreat to me symbolizes the embodiment of the discovery of Christine's health journey. Uh, you know, I'm a personal trainer, but we're really all on a health journey. And that's, that is physical, that's a, a mental, that's emotional. And uh, there's a lot of stigma around what that's supposed to look like, which is evidenced by how Christine and I initially met. And I, I bought into a lot of that stigma as well. I should be doing this, I have to do this, I need it to look this way, this food's good, this food's bad, uh, this won't work in body composition. But understand that our body will hold on to stress and unresolved, um, trauma in a, a physical manifestation 
whether it be the inability to move a shoulder, whether it be excess body fat in the, in the belly. And we're not gonna go super deep into the science of that today, but one of the things that I've done and was part of the journey was to encourage self-discovery of what feels right. Some of our training sessions, we played disc golf. Yep. It was active, it was fun, we move our body in different planes. We had to hike. And Highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was fun, right? Like you get to take this little disc and throw it and then chase it and throw it and then chase it. But and you would be surprised how much conditioned you are. Like I mean, I you think because you're not striving to go at a pace for a really long time and you're just not killing it to the max, but boy, going stopping and going up and down hills to find your disc i would be winded yes and you know what christine alluded to was what i'm learning is that a majority of people that i work with have trouble accessing their parasympathetic nervous system which is the rest and digest state we're so busy everything's go 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 everything's like a a check item even our training sessions at time people show up and they're just checking the box but they're not truly there so we were trying to find ways to like be there be intentional and get movement and not have it you know induce like success or failure it didn't matter how many throws it took it just literally we're getting reps we're getting rotation every time the disc was thrown but it was also peaceful well, and I think that where, where, where I think that it was most important is that it was authentic to what I needed. And, you know, again, we don't want to make this a podcast that's two hours long. Um, and, but I've been on a really, I've been on a healing journey for 30 years since my son passed away. And we know this, you know, that, that it, it was a choice I made and I didn't have any idea what happiness meant, but I was up to that point in my life had suffered so much from my childhood experiences that when my son passed away, it, it brought me to my knees and I had to make a choice, either find happiness or uh, commit suicide. And I knew that suicide wasn't an option because I wanted, I had hope. So fast forward to where we are with Matt, those 10 years that we worked together um, was essential to finding happiness for me and happiness comes from being your true authentic self and you help me find that and that's why i'm doing this retreat because i want to bring to people the awareness that doesn't have to be in a box of a yoga class or meditating on a stool it could be in forms that are announced to you you don't even know that's happening it's happening while you're doing it and my retreat is about the things that fed, feed my soul, you know? I'm not comfortable in the arena of a lot of the retreats I see on social media that people are doing because of all the factors. They're just not my personality. There's travel confinements, there's all kinds of things. I wasn't ready, that's a big one. And Matt taught me in the course of all this that you don't, it's one small action. Ha, <laughs> look at that tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't but, on purpose either. That was but perfect. It, but it is. Simply start, start simply was one of his taglines years ago. And I repeat that. And it's just the art of being. And, be, and, and being in a community of people who are like-minded 
who are hurting and they don't know where to start. And Matt gave me the gift of starting through his compassion and his care. I mean, Matt's a physical fitness health nutrition expert and he's phenomenal and I trust everything he has to say. And little did he know when he started with me that he'd be a life coach as well. And I think they go, excuse me, I think they go hand in hand. If your mind's not right, your body's not going to follow. That's the big discovery there. Um, So a couple quick questions. Uh, First, I want to thank you for being willing to jump on here today and share with the audience just some of the things we did. Uh, We can't unpack and you know, 45 minutes, what, what's happened over the years. And uh, I can go on and on about uh, things that Christine's overcome, but I promised her this is, was not going to be, this was just going to be a talk session. Uh, just to jump on, I wanted you guys to kind of hear from someone I've worked with that uh, I work in non-traditional ways sometimes. You know, I do have clients where we just pick up weights and we put them down and they get strong and they run half marathons and marathons and and uh, I have other clients that that's the last thing we need to do. Um, sometimes walking is what we, we need to do. Sometimes uh, laying down on the floor and breathing with the eyes closed is what we need to do. Uh, sometimes education is what we need to do. And, and uh, you know, sometimes uh, people come in and, and cried for an hour. And uh, if that's the safe space that I need to create, that's what I'm willing to do and where I'm willing to go with this practice. Because like Christine said, the mind and body... Um, if the mind's not right, the body's not going to change. And uh, I just want to make sure we're chasing vanity change or and or body composition change for all the the right reasons. And uh, that's important to me. But before we go, I want to ask you a few questions. Um, If you had one one lesson you could share with the audience that you've learned around health and wellness in the last you know, 10 years of, of training and coaching, what, what is your biggest or most important takeaway? Okay. One of the things you taught me is not to be wordy. So So how do I condense that? Whole foods? Absolutely. Get rid of processed foods. Our bodies are full of toxins by our environment. And then when we digest food that's full of toxins and it's not healthy for us, um, you're not going to feel good and it's going to catch up with you. I'm 56 years old and menopausal. Yeah. And uh, what I didn't take care of in my earlier years is, is showing up. And thank goodness I learned early on in the last, you know, it's been probably a total of 15 years. I've learned about um, nutrition. Do I always follow? No, I don't always make exact good choices. However, my lifestyles changed to where we eat nothing but whole foods. And when you go into my house, it's what you see. What's uh, one, one thing um, you're not currently doing that you would like to see yourself doing in the, in the next year surrounding uh, health and wellness? And we'll, we'll keep it you know, a little more broad. But Mobility. Yeah. What does that mean for you? Well... When you have a nervous system that's been taxed, like mine has, I lived in flight or fight for 99.9% of my life. My body holds, my muscles are tight. They're ten, No matter how much work 
we do. My body doesn't release. And so mobility is very hard for me. So that's something we have been working on and I want to continue to focus on. Cardio is important, but I feel like that's something I can do through hiking where I can have, again, another release of, of, of my nervous system and things. So, but mobility, that's my focus. Burrito or hamburger? Burrito. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Wine or beer? Beer. Friends or alone? None of these questions I like because I'm in the middle on all of them. I really don't drink alcohol. It's another thing that we don't, that I've show, shown myself doesn't benefit my body. Absolutely try not to drink. I mean, I have a casual, casual glass of wine or whatever. Um, what was that now? I just. <laughs> Friends or alone? In moderation. Beach or forest? Ah, damn it. Beach. A beachy forest. <laughs> That's why I live on the West Coast, right? The forest Northern beach. California. I get the I can go to go up and see the redwoods and be right on the water. So yeah. Do you have a favorite number? Six. One favorite lift. Bench press. The reason I ask a lot of these uh, either or questions is we, we classify, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, good or bad, or this is better than others. And, and the truth is, I ask these questions that I kind of knew Christine would kind of be on the fence of there's there's a time and place for everything and, and anything. And um, I think that we hold ourselves, you know, uh, to account and have guilt and associated with things at times. And I'm one proponent of never have two bad meals in a row. Uh, bad, and when I when I say bad, I'm talking about if you feel some sort of way about something you just did, then it's something you just have to be mindful of. If you missed a workout and you feel bad about it, then you need to be mindful of that and not not duplicate that. If you feel completely okay Amen. missing a workout, then be okay with it, Amen. and then go back to your workout. Right and. Uh, there's a lot of shaming going on around fitness or, you know, if I don't want to use the word shaming, because I, I do think there is that, but there's also a lot of comparison going on and we're running our own race and it's important to run our own race and stay focused on the things that we're doing. And that's what I'm so excited about the launch of this retreat, because for a long time, I think the, uh, some of the resistance to Christine launching her own retreat was the what she saw in other retreats and, and finally gave herself permission to create something that felt right to her and good to her. And in the end, she knows that if she truly shares what's right and good to her, then it will help the people that are meant to be helped in that particular area, which is the exact same thing that I like to do in my coaching. If there was one thing, Christine, you wanted to share with the audience before we, we jam to keep this kind of under 40 minutes, um, what would you like to share before we go? Well, I first want to say thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a long time coming. Um, when you pick somebody to be in your life, you don't always know why they're sure they're showing up. And I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> You're my best friend. 
and uh, you're compassionate, you're caring, you're intuitive, and uh, you, you care, you really care about the people you work with. And so I want your listeners to know that when they choose you, they choose more than just somebody who's lifting weights and teaching you how to feed food. Now, if that's all you want, you got an expert. There's no, don't question him. He's pretty magnificent. But there are reasons why we don't succeed in those areas of our lives that are much deeper. And Matt's a great facilitator to get down to that. He's done the work himself. He continues to do the work. The journey that we're both on together um, is ultimately to be examples of what it means to show up for ourselves. Man, well said. Like they say, guys, like, what's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago or right now? You know, and uh, there's so many trees you're planting right now and there's a lot you planted 20 years ago that we're starting to see come to fruition or at least 10 years ago when we're running on that pavement and we started flying <laughs> and uh i fall man <laughs> we uh which is a sign our bodies we're not in our head we're not in our bodies we're in our head because i've fallen several times in my life <laughs> God, man, I continue to fall. And, and it's important to fall. It's important to fall because it's a great teacher. Yep. But I just uh, want to thank you for being on here today. There's, Like I said, uh, it's it's an honor to have grown with you over these years. Um, it's an honor to see everything that you are doing. It's a privilege to come be part of that retreat and share something that I believe is a, a powerful tool. Um, I want to shed some light on, you know, the duality of the information that we get, which is the hard part. And that's why I have this podcast in the health and wellness world. We get conflicting information all the time. Do this, but don't do this. Do this, but only do this between the hours of nine and three. And if you don't do it before three, then it's not right. And it's so confusing and it doesn't have to be. It's very, very simple. Um, listen to your gut, move every day, eat whole foods, get better sleep, get unplugged more often, play around in nature. And the walking coaching opens up the door, and I'm sure you can attest to this, walking shoulder to shoulder in a non-threatening environment to what's behind the curtain. And if behind the curtain for you is a 500-pound deadlift, we can do that too. But. And I just want to encourage people to stay curious. Oh. Hmm. Hey, if you guys don't know, I just got a tattoo that says stay curious. Oh, um, that's I forgot about that. Which that, was, wasn't, that wasn't intentional. Which is really cool. <laughs> you won't see it on my body because it's in another language. But uh, Yeah, no, but stay, is, stay curious cute. in your journey of healing because it's not, it's not just one way. There's so many facets to healing and... Just stay curious. Don't don't settle. So listen, do yourself a favor. Jump on Instagram. Follow at Blue Collar Female. Uh, look for the upcoming announcements about the retreat. Uh, of course, we'd love to have you at the retreat supporting uh, a local business owner that is sharing her story. Uh, we'd also like to encourage you to share your story. Your story is important. And if you've been holding back on sharing something, 
stop because everybody has something that needs to be heard and we the voice is different every time and if you don't share your you're depriving someone of something they may need. You are important. Your story is important. We thank you for joining us on One Small Action Podcast. And until we see you again, peace and hair grease. Well, that's a wrap on another podcast episode. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you for listening all the way till the end. I really do appreciate and value each and every one of you. If you want to help me out, you can share the show by screenshotting and tagging me on Instagram at Coach Matthew Freeman, Coach, M-A-T-H-E-W, Freeman, or by leaving me a five-star review. But only if it's five stars, right? I don't want any bad reviews. No, your authenticity means the world to me, so leave the review that's relevant to you. The last way you could help me is by sending me a DM of things that you want to hear in the future that we can learn together and grow together with, because that's really the point of this show. So before I leave you today, just remember, take one small action towards getting better, and you're well on your way. Thanks again, and have a wonderful day.